On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, we talk with Brittany Godsey from Gold Bond about how Instagram has affected their business and why kindness matters. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is an Instagram wizard, a rock star. She's the VP of Sales at Gold Bond. Brittany Godsey is here with me today. Brittany, thanks so much for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to talk to you today. Round two for us. That's right. A repeat (laughs) guest. I love it. I love it. So I just want to jump in on Instagram. Uh, You've become sort of a master. I heard somebody say the other day that it was like watching your Instagram was like a master's class. I think it was Samantha Cates who said that. And so I'm curious, how do you think your uh, Instagram has affected business at Gold Bond? And can you give me any examples? Yeah, of course. Um, one, I so appreciate the the strong word master. I wouldn't consider it that. There's so many people that are really amazing at it, like yourself, that have been doing it a lot longer than I have. But it's been very educational for for me on my side of the fence. I didn't realize that a social platform could catapult so many conversations mm-hmm. um, the way that it has so far, and I'm grateful for that. But yeah, this this question is interesting because, to be honest, it, it made me think of a story. And um, then I promise I will answer the question, but I, it actually involves you. I don't know if you remember, this was my first year with any experience with Promo Kitchen, and I met you at the House of Blues. Yeah, absolutely. event that they do um, every year at the Vegas show. And I found you and I asked you, I was like, man, you know, you, your content is just amazing. How do you... How do you come up with stuff that resonates with people and how do you know if it's working and you know what's the secret sauce and I remember trying to pick your brain and you gave me like two of the best pieces of advice that I think I've ever gotten. Wow. And first one, yeah, the first one was just always be authentic. Don't ever sway from that because that's when you you lose it automatically, right? You got to mm-hmm. stay true to it cuz that's what people want to see. And the second one was be consistent. And um, I think you mentioned that it took you a, a pretty decent amount of time before you really started to see some of the results of people reciprocating or being receptive towards the messages mm-hmm. that you were reaching. So I thought that, that those were two really interesting points to drive home just because they, I learned very quickly that you were absolutely right on both. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You can tell a difference. You can really tell a difference whenever you kind of sway from those things. Mm-hmm. But um, to answer your question on how it's affected the business, you know, I think it's really affected us in a good way. Um, one from an optical standpoint, just because people start to resonate with us as people and less as an organization. And it's really revitalized the way that people do view Gold Bond because we're a 75 year old company. So I think. Sometimes that's a little bit of a stain on its own because people think you've been around for a long time, you're kind of a stable buddy, you know, you've got all the staples, but nothing really new and innovative. And having these platforms has allowed us to showcase some of the more innovative and creative things that we do, uh, both as people and as processes and services. So it's allowed us to be viewed in a different way. And a great example of that would be, um, I had three projects that I worked on this morning via Instagram before I got the chance to talk to you today. So that was cool. One was a a holiday gift on a backpack that I just did a video on where they want to show it off. And I was like, yes, somebody did see it, you know. (laughs) Um, The second one was a great pen program order where it wasn't something that I posted, but it's something that someone else saw. And so they were like, hey, is this yours? 
yes, instant gratification it is. Here's my email. Let's, let's get that thing going. And um, the third one was not quite as lustrous. It was actually a resolution, but mm -hmm. our industry instant gratification is a vital necessity. So it ended up working well. They were like, hey, can I shoot you an email? I've got a resolution. The proof is got approved a little bit differently than what we anticipated. So when we got it, we need to redo mm -hmm. and we'll be able to jump on it, remake it same day. But that was a huge, um, a huge catapult for their relationship. I feel like because, totally. yeah, it was just instant gratification. There's multiple channels to get a hold of somebody, but you feel kind of like a instant. I'm being taken care of when you just are acknowledged. So it allowed us to kind of speed through a resolution quickly, which I think makes all the difference. And then I could email them this morning and be like, Hey, saw that it already arrived. Are we good? You know, <laughs> experience for you and your customer. And like, this is perfect. This is great. Thank you so much. I love that you bring that up because I always, I, I tell my team all the time, everybody looks good when things are rolling, right? It's when things go sideways that you can really stand out quite honestly. And so I don't think people always think of social channels as an extension of your customer service. And it really is. Um, so yeah, kudos to you. So that's awesome. Real quickly, where can they find you on Instagram? Oh, I am at Gal Brittany. And um, of course, you got Goldbon Inc, which is the main page that our main man holds down because he's way better than I am. Oh, that's cool. So, <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. I would highly recommend people following uh, Brittany. Um, so Recently, you and I went back and forth about a t-shirt with a positive message and about kindness. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so I might have sent it to you. Yeah. Um, why do you think that sort of message uh, seems to resonate uh, in today's culture? I mean, obviously, a cool t-shirt, all that sort of thing. But really, yeah. I feel like the messaging is what has taken off. So why do you think that is? Yeah, you know, as soon as I saw, I think it was Charity Gibson doing a promo chef takeover and she was interviewing you about it and you had it on and I was like, I have to have it and I want to get it for everybody on the team because it's it was just one, yes, you're right, it is a super cool shirt and very soft, so close <laughs> to you. Um, but two, I think that this, this set of messages just hits on a core set of principles that maybe are challenges for people as individuals or just society in general, whichever one you choose. Be kind, get first, work hard. All of those can be a reflection of you and your day at some point in time. And I think it's just important for us to have a friendly reminder of, you know, these can be things that maybe are goals for you as a person yeah. or a reminder for you, whether you're trying to make a difference in your organization, your community or your family. You, know, you can wake up every day and use one of these as a goal for the day and you could really make a huge difference or an impact on somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. And um, even if that means just working hard, you know, yeah. whatever you're working hard at, it feels good at the end of the day when you're like, you know what, I whooped it today and I'm <laughs> proud of that, you know, because not every day feels like that. Some days are just a struggle. <laughs> um, but, you know, being kind and giving first, I think, hits on, like I said, a core set of principles that maybe our society is challenged with today. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a really fun way to get a message out there as a reminder that you can do something really, really small that just has a ripple effect of joy for everybody else that you interact with. Yeah, and I, one of the things that strikes me is that um, sort of success and working hard are not uh, separate from being kind. Right. Like you, they, they go together, you know, they, they certainly can. So that's cool. So I appreciate your your feedback on that. So 
Um, so the team at Gold Bond, this is one of the things I've noticed is you guys have certainly embraced video and I love that as you might expect and you guys seem to have fun with it. I'm curious, how do you get members of your team to buy in and let loose on those videos? Because uh, <laughs> that's a challenge for a lot of people and I guess the follow-up is just, have you noticed any traction? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that you're right. There's like this feeling of carnage that that centers around being live, right? Because as a salesperson, you're like, it's okay when I'm face to face because I can kind of roll out of something if I need to. <laughs> but when you're live, there is no going back or editing and there's yeah. just that, that trip wire that you feel like you're going to get stuck on. And that's what breeds apprehension, I guess, getting started. Totally. Um, naturally, our salespeople are not necessarily the most shy group, so they were the best group to get started with. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that once everybody got just got a little bit uh, more comfortable because they've done a few, mm. it allowed them to really kind of let loose with their jargon, their mannerisms, how they interact with whoever else they're on the video with, so it became more natural than what it was when it first started. But mm. um, I think that the team has really gravitated towards doing the video because they realize how it can pull in a relationship with somebody. It allows their client base to get a little taste test of who they are and maybe they haven't gotten an opportunity to really meet with them or connect. So it allows them a platform to be able to say, hey, here's me, here's what I'm about, here's a little bit of who I am and if I'm somebody that fits the type of person that you want to collaborate with, I'm here open arms ready to rumble, right? right. So. I think that they they've seen some of the fruitful uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, the fruits uh, of their labor, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, that's part of being live, right? You're like yeah. the fruitful, you know. <laughs> yeah. Totally get it. Totally get it. Um, yeah, but I think now that they've had an opportunity to see how it resonates with those that they're interacting with, they're like, "Hey, when's the next one? When's Facebook Live?" And I think we, we're doing our last one. Uh, at the end of this week. So I think everybody's kind of disappointed just because they're like, well, what's next, right? <laughs> you know. Well, one of the things you said, Brittany, that I love, and I think it's it's a lesson I think that it should kind of give people a little bit of boost is that you always do better the more you do. I think so many times when you're going to do a video or you're going to write a blog or a podcast or whatever it is, I think so many times we're like, well, I have to be good right away. And here's the thing, you're not going to be. Like, at least not as good as you're going to be, right? You, you just do it, do the repetition, and then you'll get more comfortable, you'll get better. You know, Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's something uh, that that's more fun to watch. It's, it's a lot more of an experience to watch somebody who is in raw form yeah. because we all mess up at some point in the day, whether totally. you practice or not practice. Sometimes it just happens and you just go blank, right? Yeah. So I think that is actually more intriguing for other people to watch just because one is kind of funny sometimes <laughs> to watch us <laughs> totally. on the other side. But two, you're like, you know what? You're human too. And I, I do the exact same thing every time I try to explain that. So it presents a sense of familiarity, you know? Cool. Cool. Well, hey, thank you. You've answered my three questions. I appreciate that for being a repeat guest. Great job. I give everybody a chance to ask uh, me a question. Do you have one for me? Yes, this is my <laughs> favorite part. Ever since we booked this, I'm like, yes, I know what question I want to ask, and I cannot wait to ask it to Kirby because I'm just so excited to hear your opinion. So okay. I'm going to switch gears a little bit okay. away from social media, but I guess it could be included if you want to. So 2020 is an election year, mm -hmm. right? And for us on the supplier side, I don't know if you experience this on the distributor side, but normally we get a really cool kind of catapult, mm -hmm. a little boost in sales anytime there's an election year, just because you have a lot of campaign money floating around, trying sure. to provoke votes, things like that. 
However, this election year is kind of intertwining with the, um, I guess, the preparation for what might be a recession. Mm -hmm. So the swirl of the two, I think, is just really interesting timing. So my question to you is, do you think that the 2020 election will boost sales or catapult for our industry like it has in the past? Or do you feel like boost, no boost, maybe status quo because you're swirling around what may be a time of recession for us? Yeah, it's great. It's a great question. Nobody's ever asked me this. So um, I'll give you the short answer and then the long answer. So the, I think the, the short answer is I think uh, the election cycle will probably bring a boost to supplier sales. That's probably um, whether it's going to be as big as in the past or not. I don't know. My, I have a really uneducated and unscientific hypothesis around like recessions and the elections. And the, the concept is, is about every four years, the most powerful people on the planet get together, get on TV really loudly and tell you how, how bad your life sucks. Like that is literally how an election cycle works. And, you know, when 69% of our economy is driven by public perception, I don't think it's a really big surprise that around every four years, there's a little dip in consumer confidence because literally the most powerful people on the planet tell you that your life sucks and the economy's bad. And, it, it, and, and the, like I said, I have no historical data to back this up, but it feels right. And, yeah. I, and, and it doesn't seem like a surprise. So my guess is, yeah. So uh, I'm guessing if there is a recession and I'm not an economist, but it would come sort of post like sort of 2021 um, after we spend a year telling everybody how crappy it is. But during the 2020 election cycle, there'll be a boost. How about yeah. that? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll ride the roller coaster, right? You know, like we normally do, but... <laughs> Absolutely. I, uh, telling you how bad your life sucks and then a year later it finally kicks in and you're like, you know what, maybe there's some merit to that. Yeah. I, think, I think I'll hold off on the wallet. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, Brittany, <laughs> thanks so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. I uh, always enjoy our conversations. Yeah, this has been fun. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And Merry Christmas to yeah. everybody. Absolutely. But Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, we'll have to do this again sometime. This will wrap up this Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. <gasps>